you got cooking? How about cooking something up with me? Let's stir it up, boys. Welcome to the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. A weekly excursion into the fine art of preparing the world's most popular recipes under an open sky and an open flame. Boyd's One Stop is located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Now, here's the old grill sergeant, Randy Hayes. Something happened this past week that I, I couldn't help but notice. Well, actually, <laughs> several things happened this past week that I couldn't help but notice. And I'm going to try to talk about some of those in the opening segment of the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show today. But the first thing that I noticed was William Shatner, the, the Star Trek star. <laughs> William Shatner flew into outer space for real. Did you see that? Well, it was only an 11-minute flight, but of course he milked it for all it was worth. Shatner's been good at that all his life. The thing that was most impressive to me was the fact that he's 90 years old. And you got to admit, not everybody could withstand the stress of all that G-force on takeoff at any age, much less say 90 for crying out loud. So in that regard, I admire him for doing it. But of course, he paid for the ride, and it had to be ridiculously expensive. But he most certainly has the money, doesn't he? My wife and I were watching the news story about it, and I turned to Cindy and I said, I wonder if he used Priceline.com to book the flight. <laughs> she gave me that look, and she said, You can't just listen to him talk about the wonder of it all without making a joke, can you? And with a perfectly straight face, I looked back at her and said, Live long and prosper. <laughs> I won't tell you what she called me, because my grandson might be listening. But it just goes to prove what I said a couple of weeks ago. Right here on the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show, one short moment in time can have a long-lasting impact on the rest of your day. And believe me, the rest of that night was a silent one for me. <laughs> it also reminds me of another old saying, better to remain silent and be thought a fool than to open one's mouth and remove all doubt. But if I'd lived by that adage, I never would have had a career in broadcasting. However... In the case of the Shatner joke, I would have had a more enjoyable evening. No, you got to be careful what you say because it can come back to haunt you big time. And that's one of the other things I couldn't help but notice from this past week. It actually occurred when our beloved Houston Astros traveled up to Chicago for games three and four, the American League Division Series, the Major League Baseball playoffs. Personally, we're pretty pumped up in the Hames family about the Astros. Who knows? They might make the World Series again. And we even bought tickets for Game 5 of the ALDS, if it happened, which it didn't. And all we got was a refund. But it was after Game 3 when the White Sox had doubled up Houston 12-6. And Chicago's pitcher, Ryan Tapera, never heard of the guy before, he kind of tiptoed around accusing the Astros of stealing signs again in games one and two back in Houston. He said, wait a minute, I've got the quote right here. Yeah, here's the quote. Yeah, it is what it is. They've obviously had a reputation of doing some sketchy stuff over there. It's just, we can say that it's a little bit of difference. I think you saw the swings and misses tonight compared to, you know, the first two games at Minute Maid. Now, you'd have to be an Illinois idiot to miss what he's hinting at. He was inferring that the Astros were cheating in Houston 
but they couldn't get away with it in Chicago. Well, the Astros were still in Chicago on Wednesday night, and they didn't have any trouble finding the ball in Game 4, did they? Our guys absolutely curb-stomped them 10-1, to and Ryan Tapera didn't have much to say afterward, did he? No, you got to be careful what you say, because it can come back to haunt you big time. And if you don't believe me, or Ryan Tapera, ask John Gruden. Yeah, but that's another story from this past week I couldn't help but notice. And that's another story for another time, because I don't want to ever hear from John Gruden again, not after what he said. Jeez, what a putz. But I have no room to talk, because I stuck my foot in my mouth on this very show just last weekend. And that's another one of the stories I wanted to talk to you about today. You'll remember the story I told you about going to Fort Worth with my son, my daughter-in-law, and my grandson to watch my first TCU football game in almost two years. And I also told you how I lost a diamond ring that my parents had given me decades ago, right? Well, in case you didn't hear that, here's the short version. I don't like to wear my rings or my watch to sporting events because I get a little animated. Okay, I get loud and outrageous. And I worry about throwing my hands around and losing my jewelry. And that's extremely ironic, given the fact that I did lose that diamond ring, even though I was careful to put all my jewelry in my toiletry bag before we left the hotel for the game. But when I got home, I couldn't find that ring. Needless to say, I looked long and hard for that ring, not because I was worried about the monetary value, but because of its sentimental value. My parents had given me that ring. I was just devastated that I'd lost it. My wife helped me look for it, and we just racked our brains trying to think of anywhere it could be, but no luck. I even called the hotel back in Fort Worth and reported that I thought I'd accidentally left the ring in my room, but of course no one turned it in. I even said, right here on the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show, and again I quote, I've got it right over here, if you cleaned hotel rooms for a living and you found a diamond ring that was worth a few grand, what would be your reaction? Uh, that ring's probably worth about two months' pay at their salary, and that's a windfall for them. Finally, after a few days had passed and the ring was still missing, my wife said, you need to call the insurance agent tomorrow and file a claim on that ring. It cut me deeply to even think about giving up and, more than that, admitting that I'd been so irresponsible that I'd lost that ring my folks had given me so many years ago. But I knew I needed to do it. So the next day, when I had about a half hour, I called the insurance office and went through the process of explaining everything and filing all the paperwork. I hadn't been off the phone more than 15 to 20 minutes when my wife walked up to me with one hand behind her back and said, look at this. She pulled her hand around in front of her, and there on her finger was my diamond ring. I'm sure my eyes got really big, and I squealed like a little girl. I can't believe it! My ring! Where did you find it? She explained that she had dropped the cap from a bottle on the floor in our bathroom, and when she got down on her hands and knees to pick it up, there was my ring, wedged in between a bath mat and the wall. It had apparently fallen out of my toiletry bag when I was emptying out all of my stuff, and it fell on the bath mat and didn't make a sound. Then it rolled over to the wall out of sight, and I missed it when I looked on the floor for it. I was so relieved that it didn't even bother me that I had just finished going to all the trouble to file a claim with the insurance agent. I was simply ecstatic that I hadn't lost something that meant so much to me. 
But it didn't take me long to come back down to earth when I stopped long enough to think about what I'd said about the hotel room cleaners. In my pain and embarrassment, I had blamed people I'd never even met for the ring not being turned in. In essence, I'd accused them of stealing, and I was the one who was responsible for it being missing. I felt terrible for being so cavalier, so selfish, and I'd even made those comments on the air where thousands of you could hear me rant against people who were perfectly innocent. So, when Ryan Tapera made those ridiculous remarks about the Astros, I couldn't help but think to myself, you're no better, Randy. You did exactly the same thing just last weekend on your radio show. No, you got to be careful what you say, because it can come back to haunt you big time. And if you don't believe me, just ask Ryan Tapera, or John Gruden, or Randy Hames. So let me take this opportunity to apologize to a group of people I've never even met. A group of people who will never hear me say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. I'm sorry for accusing you of something that you didn't do. I accept the responsibility for my own indiscretion. That was not my finest moment on the radio, and I really wish I could take it back. But I can't. But what I can do is turn my attention to more positive things. The things for which the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show likes to be known. Food and fun. Hey, let's face it, food is fun. And to one degree or another, all of us are foodies. That's why I was especially intrigued when I saw a report on WalletHub titled 2021's Best Foodie Cities in America. I instantly looked up where Houston ranked on their list, and I was a little surprised, honestly. I'm not going to spoil it for you because I contacted WalletHub and I lined up an interview with one of their consumer finance experts to tell us how they compiled their list. And I think you'll find the results, well, tasty. At least it's got to be tastier than the crow Ryan Tapera had to eat, or John Gruden, or Randy Hames. If your barbecue's gone up in smoke and your cooking reputation is at stake, stick around. The Old Grill Sergeant will be right back with more ideas and advice to make your next cookout sizzle. Boyd's One Stop. The name says it all. If you like seafood, you'll love Boyd's. Conveniently located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Boyd's One Stop has bait, tackle, fresh seafood, and even a restaurant all at 227 Dyke Road. If you fish Galveston Bay, Boyd's is the one and only stop for everything you need. There's a reason why they're called the live shrimp capital of Texas. But they've also got lots of finger mullet, croaker, plus fresh dead shrimp, shad, and squid. Plus, Boyd's has tackle galore, ice and ice chests, and cold drinks and snacks. Just need fresh fish for a family seafood feast? The freshest seafood, like table shrimp, live blue crab, and crawfish when in season, is in stock and ready for you at Boyd's. And if you're hungry right now, check out Boyd's Cajun Grill Express right next door. With a wide variety of breakfast, lunch, and dinner items like crawfish, oyster po'boys, and fried seafood platters. Boyd's One Stop, the name says it all, 227 Dyke Road at the base of the Texas City Dyke. It's Randy Hames again. Everybody needs a video or a new website or help in managing their social media. And my company, Edgewater Digital, can help. 
We help small businesses navigate the intimidating world of digital marketing. You've got a business to run, and you don't have time or expertise to build and maintain your website all by yourself, and you certainly don't have time to generate content for it. And when's the last time you had an extra hour or two to manage your company's internet ads or social media accounts? Like, never, right? Well, at Edgewater Digital, that's what we do. We have a talented web design team who've built a number of incredibly successful websites for companies large and small. Need content too? No problem. Edgewater can provide copywriting, photography, and videography services to enhance the content on your website, email marketing, or even social media. We're a full-service digital marketing solution with a track record of success. Call us today at 832-500-4272 or see our website edgewater-digital.com. Randy Hames here, proud to introduce you to Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. My good friends Jared and Marcus Poffenberger operate Belleville Meat Market, an old-fashioned butcher shop with superior products and great customer service. There's always a butcher on site at Belleville Meat Market, and their new processing plant is right next door. Hunters, a computer tracking system will follow your venison, wild hog, or exotics through every step of the process to ensure you get your meat your way. At Belleville Meat Market, you can pick and choose the cuts of beef, pork, or chicken you want, and they feature 28 flavors of pecan smoked sausage. Plus, Belleville Meat Market only uses lean pork in their sausage, so you get more meat and less fat. Tailgaters, drop by on your way to the game and get just what you need to feed your crew. Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. Visit BellevilleMeatMarket.com or call 979-865-5782. Hey guys, Randy Hames here to tell you about my good friend Rick Allspa at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique in Kingwood. I've known Rick for years, and he's one of the finest Christian men I've ever met, but he's also got a dynamite hardware store at 2720 Westlake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has everything you'd expect to find in a top-of-the-line hardware store, but with the personal service that's missing from the big-box stores. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has tools and automotive, lawn and garden, electrical and plumbing, paint and hardware, all under one roof. But Rick is also an avid backyard chef, so the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique features a complete barbecue pit house. From gas to charcoal grills to fryers and steamers, they've got it all at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique. They even offer grill maintenance and repair. Visit their website, allspas.com, or just drop by and see for yourself. The original Allspas Hardware and Boutique at 2720 West Lake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. Life is simple. Eat, sleep, grill. This is the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Boyd's One Stop is located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Now, here's the grill father, Randy Hames. First timer alert. Please make welcome Jill Gonzalez. She's a consumer finance expert with Wallet Hub. We're excited to have you on the show, Jill. Excited to be here. Thanks. Uh, to be honest, we've never really had a consumer finance expert on the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show before, so this is going to be a fun adventure for both of us. Start out by introducing yourself to our audience. Where were you born? Where were you reared? Where'd you go to school? That kind of thing. Sure. Well, I'm Jill. I was born and raised in the food capital of the world. A lot of people might say New Jersey. <laughs> and from there, I went to college in Ohio. I went to Ohio State. I did a stint in Washington, D.C., where Wallet Hub is headquartered. And now I'm coming to you from 
New York City. So tell us exactly, what is a consumer finance expert? So essentially, I'm looking particularly at personal finance, aka consumer finance. So essentially how day-to-day things affect people's wallets at home and really looking at the average Joe, how they're spending money, what they're spending on, how they can spend smarter uh, and being a consumer advocate in that sense. So did you major in a related field at Ohio State? I majored in communications and am now just looking at consumer finance. So uh, did you do this kind of work before you joined Wallet Hub, or is this your first position as a consumer finance expert? Well, I've been at Wallet Hub now for about eight years. So I joined pretty shortly after college and have been lucky enough to be featured on. Now tell us about Wallet Hub for a minute. As best we can tell, you guys are described as a kind of a personal finance website. What does that mean? Sure. So going along this everything that I just said, uh, looking into consumer finance, how to spend money in a smarter way, how all of these things really involve your wallet at home rather than the stock market, the economy, you know, really zeroing in on the personal aspect of finance. So are we correct to assume that WalletHub is 100% digital? There's no paper copy? Right. It's a website and an app. And Wallet Hub's uh, cover page or landing page, whatever you want to call it, uh, the first thing that they mention is improving and protecting your credit, which is a great subject. But we would guess that you guys do a lot more than that, right? Right. So we not only look into credit monitoring, credit scores, credit improvement, uh, but then, again, look at how a lot of bigger topics can affect your finances as well as everything from credit cards, checking accounts, you know, essentially your entire financial house. And loans too. We would assume you talk a lot about loans, right? Right. Loans as well. So give us the exact online address for your website at WalletHub. It's WalletHub, W-A-L-L-E-T-H-U-B.com. And you also list several other businesses like Bloomberg and Forbes and CNBC and the Wall Street Journal. So do you partner with them? So those are essentially what I am uh, partnered with. Uh, We get to go on those different shows or news outlets and help people understand a little bit more about consumer finance as well. Well, we hope you'll list the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show as one of those sources. Uh, and this is all fascinating stuff, But and, and we're sure that our listeners are going to enjoy surfing around your website. But the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show would like to talk about Wallet Hub featuring two recent reports on food. Uh, the first was titled 2021's Best Foodie Cities in America. And Houston is at the top of at least two of the categories there. But first explain, how did WalletHub arrive at these figures? So this looks at about 30 different indicators of foodie friendliness. So it's a data set ranging from the cost of groceries to affordability and accessibility of high quality restaurants to things like food festivals per capita. So it's looking at things that are data points that already exist, essentially in terms of affordability and diversity, accessibility, quality of food. 
So we're not at all surprised to discover that our fair city is number one in the category restaurants per capita because it's long been known, Houston's great restaurant city. But tell us why Wallet Hub placed Houston number one in that category. So that is simply a numbers game. Houston has the most restaurants per capita, and that's where just when we're essentially comparing how many restaurants there are compared to the population. So the accessibility of food is certainly there in Houston. And also, we were number one in affordability and accessibility, as you just mentioned, of highly rated restaurants. Now, by highly rated, do you mean highly priced? No. So the affordability factor would actually mean the opposite, that they're not necessarily highly priced, but they are highly rated. And that's, you know, when we're looking at everything from Yelp reviews to uh, critics reviews so that's definitely a good thing that means that it's not going to cost you an arm and a leg to go eat well and we couldn't help but notice that houston only ranked 69th in craft breweries and wineries per capita now wineries i don't know about but we are home to carbach brewing and saint arnold brewing how come houston ranks so low in that category so this again is comparing the number of breweries or wineries to the population. So although there are certainly some, you know, compared to say a Portland uh, or an Austin, even there are not as many. So I guess we should have a drum roll here at this point, (laughs) but I'll be, I'll be honest with you, Jill. I'm a little too lazy to go find one. So which U S city ranks absolutely positively number one on wallet hubs list of 2021 best foodie cities in America. Number one this year, and this is an annual study, but Portland ranked number one. And why Portland, Oregon, not Portland, Maine, Portland, Oregon, for crying out loud. Portland, Oregon ranked number one. Portland, Maine ranked number 13. Wow. uh, Overall. Houston overall ranked 20th. So those are... That's, that's the Portland-Portland-Houston dichotomy right there. The Portland-Oregon ranked number one because it is hard to beat when it comes to that diversity, accessibility, and quality score. So there's a lot of different cuisines to be had. There's a lot of it. And it's very top-rated across the board. So what are some of the other categories where Portland ranked really high and it caused them to be number one? So we're looking at, again, that accessibility and affordability of the high-quality restaurants, but also a growth in the number of full-service restaurants over the past five years or so. Uh, We're also seeing a lot of food trucks per capita, which have really blown up over the past few years. High access to healthy food options, which just over the past year or so, I think more people are looking into as well. What about farmers' markets and things like that? Does Portland rank really high in those areas? Exactly. Portland has a lot of different farmers markets daily, a lot of CSA or community supported agriculture programs per capita as well. It was kind of one of the leaders in the whole farm to table idea, and it's led that ever since. And tell us once again, where does Houston stand in the overall ranking? So we talked about some of Houston's top marks, and that helped it get to number 20 overall. And keep in mind, We looked at about 200 cities here, so in the top 10% is definitely a good thing. I guess we can take some kind of solace in the fact that 
We're the second highest rated city in the state of Texas. Austin is in the top five, I believe it was. Tell us, why does Austin rank higher than Houston, Jill? Austin ranks higher uh, when it comes to, again, the diversity uh, factor in terms of how much food there is, how many options, quality. Uh, It also has a little bit more when it comes to some James Beard chef nominees. So not far uh, on top of Houston, but that's why I think it, it ranked 15 spots above. San Antonio ranked 38th. That's the next highest ranked Texas city. Well, I'll tell you right now, Houston is not accustomed to being second to any other city in the state of Texas. But this is all really interesting. It's all on Wallet Hub. But you've got another food-related report that we'd also like to talk about. So can you stick around and visit with us for another segment? I can. Stay patient. Dinner will be ready right after the smoke alarm goes off. Randy will be right back with more smoking hot tips for you and your old plane right after this short break. Hey guys, Randy Hames here to tell you about my good friend Rick Allspa at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique in Kingwood. I've known Rick for years, and he's one of the finest Christian men I've ever met, but he's also got a dynamite hardware store at 2720 Westlake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has everything you'd expect to find in a top-of-the-line hardware store, but with the personal service that's missing from the big-box stores. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has tools and automotive, lawn and garden, a electrical and plumbing, paint and hardware, all under one roof. But Rick is also an avid backyard chef, so the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique features a complete barbecue pit house. From gas to charcoal grills to fryers and steamers, they've got it all at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique. They even offer grill maintenance and repair. Visit their website, allspas.com, or just drop by and see for yourself. The original Allspas Hardware and Boutique at 2720 West Lake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. Boyd's One Stop. The name says it all. If you like seafood, you'll love Boyd's, conveniently located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Boyd's One Stop has bait, tackle, fresh seafood, and even a restaurant, all at 227 Dyke Road. If you fish Galveston Bay, Boyd's is the one and only stop for everything you need. There's a reason why they're called the live shrimp capital of Texas. But they've also got lots of finger mullet, croaker, plus fresh dead shrimp, shad, and squid. Plus, Boyd's has tackle galore, ice and ice chests, and cold drinks and snacks. Just need fresh fish for a family seafood feast? The freshest seafood, like table shrimp, live blue crab, and crawfish when in season, is in stock and ready for you at Boyd's. And if you're hungry right now, check out Boyd's Cajun Grill Express right next door, with a wide variety variety of breakfast, lunch, and dinner items like crawfish, oyster po'boys, and fried seafood platters. Boyd's One Stop, the name says it all, 227 Dyke Road at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Hi friends, Randy Haynes to tell you about Cellular and Satellite. Cellular and Satellite are specialists in wireless data plans for businesses. Because they buy in large quantities, Cellular and Satellite can give you a data plan on the same provider you're using today, but at a lower cost. Cellular and Satellite can also combine the two largest wireless providers into a single data plan. Two carriers with better coverage, but only one invoice to pay. 
If your workforce is international, Cellular and Satellite offers a global data sim with fixed pricing in over 200 countries. You'll never have to pay international roaming charges again with Cellular and Satellite. And they can handle all your wireless data needs whether you need 10 or 10,000 data sims. So if you're an IT professional, mobility manager, or business owner, save money and increase your network availability by letting Cellular and Satellite simplify your wireless life. Call Cellular and Satellite today, 832-551-1000, or go to CellularAndSatellite.com. Randy Hames here, proud to introduce you to Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. My good friends Jared and Marcus Poffenberger operate Belleville Meat Market, an old-fashioned butcher shop with superior products and great customer service. There's always a butcher on site at Belleville Meat Market, and their new processing plant is right next door. Hunters, a complete computer tracking system will follow your venison, wild hog, or exotics through every step of the process to ensure you get your meat your way. At Belleville Meat Market, you can pick and choose the cuts of beef, pork, or chicken you want, and they feature 28 flavors of pecan smoked sausage. Plus, Belleville Meat Market only uses lean pork in their sausage, so you get more meat and less fat. Tailgaters, drop by on your way to the game and get just what you need to feed your crew. Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. Visit BellevilleMeatMarket.com or call 979-865-5782. Stand back. We've got our grill on. This is the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Boyd's One Stop is located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Now, here's the grill father, Randy Hayes. We're visiting today with Wallet Hub's consumer finance expert, Jill Gonzalez. Thanks for making a few extra minutes to talk with us this weekend, Jill. Anytime. Wallet Hub is a personal finance website that's very highly ranked with the public. In fact, Wallet Hub received a 4.8 out of 5 approval rating with people who use their award-winning app. So tell us about that app, Jill. Yeah, the app is a little bit more streamlined than the website just in terms of using it for your own finances. You essentially hook up to our system. We use TransUnion data to track your credit score, see your full credit report, monitor your credit for any credit improvement options. So, you know, say you're looking for a new car, someone goes in the back to check your credit. Sometimes they don't tell you. You actually would get a notification from our app Hmm. before they get back to their desk. Wow. So it's pretty handy for, again, tracking your credit. Any time a credit card might be used more than you typically do, you might get an alert. So it's really handy for tracking your finances, especially in such a digital era when you don't want any fraud to happen. So how do we access this app and download it to, say, our phone or, or a tablet or any other device? Yeah, it's on both the uh, iTunes store as well as the Android store. So you can download it no matter what you're using, to your phone, to a tablet. Uh, You can use it online as well on the online version. It takes about two minutes to sign up. It's free to sign up, free to use, and you're all set. In the first segment, we talked about Wallet Hub's report, uh, 2021's Best Foodie Cities in America. 
But let's talk about more general finance trends surrounding the food service industry for a few minutes. The pandemic has caused restaurateurs to rethink their business models in a lot of different ways, but it's also affected the way we Americans eat out. Talk about that for a few minutes. Yeah, well, just looking at cost here, we know that if you're a foodie, you might have more of an expensive lifestyle. And unfortunately, that's not being helped by the pandemic. Restaurant prices rose about 5% over the last year. Even cooking your own gourmet meals can be pricier because grocery store prices rose about 3.5% over the last year. So one, it's getting more expensive in that sense. But it's also changed the way people eat, especially if you are trying to become healthier in order to avoid anything like COVID-19 in the future, avoid adverse side effects. So more and more people are thinking about becoming vegetarian or vegan. And in the past, that's even been considered more expensive. But now the price of plant-based meat substitutes has actually come down considerably during the pandemic. Really? We never would have thought that. Why is that so, Jill? Well, that's mostly due in part to the difficulties at meatpacking plants, one. And then two, the advances in technology used to create synthetic meat. It's a lot cheaper to make than it used to be. So that's why being vegetarian or vegan is actually not as expensive as it was, say, even a couple of years ago. Wow, that's really interesting. And that brings us around to the second report from WalletHub that we want to discuss with you today. This is 2021's Best Cities for Vegans and Vegetarians. Let's begin in the same manner as we did before and tell us how WalletHub came up with this report. How did you determine how to rank cities? So here we looked at the 100 largest U.S. cities across 16 different indicators of vegan or vegetarian friendliness. So that means we examine each city based on metrics like the cost of groceries, specifically for vegetarians, or the share of restaurants serving meatless options. So really looking at each city and seeing which it's simply easier to have that vegetarian or vegan lifestyle. Well, we're not surprised to find that Portland, Oregon, once again, wound up at the top of your list. Are you sure you guys are not located in Portland, Oregon, Jill? Yes, we are <laughs> sure. Yeah, Portland has been... Foodie-centric for years, it's been farm-to-table centric, which means more produce-centric for years. So it's kind of geared itself up to be more of a vegetarian and vegan-friendly place. And plus, the Pacific Northwest strikes us, at least, as being one of the more progressive areas of the country. Do you find that had an influence on Portland's ranking? Absolutely. So Portland ranked number one. I would say the West Coast in general uh, is more vegetarian-minded. So L.A. was number three, San Francisco number four, Seattle number seven, San Diego number 10. So a lot of West Coast in this, more so than just foodie cities in general. My daughter-in-law is a vegetarian. Well, except when my wife makes her world-famous gravy, then she makes an exception because it's really, really good. But of course, by virtue of the name of our show, the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show, that would suggest to most people that we're not a bunch of cow-loving tree huggers. We do love our meat, but even meat lovers eat vegetables. So how did Houston rank among your best cities for vegans and vegetarians? Houston ranked closely to its overall foodie number. So 
for foodie cities, we said it was 20th. Just for vegetarian and vegans, it's 21. So not that far off behind. Did rank really well when it comes to affordability for veggie lovers. Uh, but it could use more diversity, more accessibility. Okay, this is obviously a category in which Houston's not going to rank very high because we do love our meat and barbecue around here. But Austin is in the top 10. It's number six, to be exact. Why? Yeah, Austin ranks number six overall. So it has a lot more vegetarian options than Houston. So that accessibility factor is there. A lot of them are very well rated. So the quality factor is there as well. Uh, you know, Austin has that keep Austin weird kind of factor. Uh, <laughs> and I think in with that, you know, I think being a vegetarian in Texas was probably weird for a long time. So Austin <laughs> kind of made moves there. Yeah. Well, let's address some bigger issues about the vegan or the vegetarian lifestyle. How do people get started if they want to adopt such a diet? Yeah, right now there's over 15 million adults who are vegan or vegetarian just in the U.S. And it's not the easiest lifestyle to adopt, but it's becoming easier because finding meatless options at restaurants and supermarkets is less of a challenge now. More and more venues have begun to offer those meals. Even some of the top fast food chains in the country, McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, are offering meatless options and meatless substitutes, those plant-based meat substitutes now as well. My daughter-in-law will be the first one to tell you that assuming a vegan or vegetarian lifestyle ain't cheap, but you say it's not as expensive as it used to be. Is that right? That's right. So because of those plant-based meat substitutes coming down due to the pandemic, due to some hardships with meatpacking plants and just better technology used to create it, a lot of those things are becoming less and less expensive. And, you know, anytime there's more competition in any industry, it tends to do better for the price. That's exactly what we're seeing in the vegan and vegetarian industry, especially at just at your local supermarkets alone. Both of these reports are really enlightening. So how, again, do our listeners access them online, Jill? Head to wallethub.com. This is both 2021's Best Foodie Cities and best cities for vegans and vegetarians. We update them every year, but you can see where exactly each city ranks and why. And we couldn't help but notice that Wallet Hub also features some other stories on subjects like the healthiest and unhealthiest cities in America and the most overweight and obese cities in the United States. We're kind of afraid to ask where Houston ranks on those two lists, so I don't think we're even going to bring that subject up. This has been Jill Gonzalez. She's a consumer finance expert with Wallet Hub, the personal finance website and app. So how do we find your work online again, Jill? Head to WalletHub.com. Head to the Education Center, and that's where you can find all of these studies, even the ones that you're afraid to ask about on air. <laughs> Thanks for your time today, Jill. We need to have you back on the show and talk about that Wallet Hub report on the best coffee cities in America, because we do love our coffee in Houston. Absolutely. Life is short. Grill while you can. Randy will be right back with more food and fun after this break. 
Randy Hames here, proud to introduce you to Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. My good friends Jared and Marcus Poffenberger operate Belleville Meat Market, an old-fashioned butcher shop with superior products and great customer service. There's always a butcher on site at Belleville Meat Market, and their new processing plant is right next door. Hunters, a computer tracking system will follow your venison, wild hog, or exotics through every step of the process to ensure you get your meat your way. At Belleville Meat Market, you can pick and choose the cuts of beef, pork, or chicken you want, and they feature 28 flavors of pecan smoked sausage. Plus, Belleville Meat Market only uses lean pork in their sausage, so you get more meat and less fat. Tailgaters, drop by on your way to the game and get just what you need to feed your crew. Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. Visit BellevilleMeatMarket.com or call 979-865-5782. It's Randy Hames again. Everybody needs a video or a new website or help in managing their social media. And my company, Edgewater Digital, can help. We help small businesses navigate the intimidating world of digital marketing. You've got a business to run and you don't have time or expertise to build and maintain your website all by yourself. And you certainly don't have time to generate content for it. And when's the last time you had an extra hour or two to manage your company's internet ads or social media accounts? Like never, right? Well, at Edgewater Digital, that's what we do. We have a talented web design team who've built a number of incredibly successful websites for companies large and small. Need content too? No problem. Edgewater can provide copywriting, photography, and videography services to enhance the content on your website, email marketing, or even social media. We're a full-service digital marketing solution with a track record of success. Call us today at 832-500-4272 or see our website edgewater-digital.com. Hey guys, Randy Hames here to tell you about my good friend Rick Allspa at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique in Kingwood. I've known Rick for years and he's one of the finest Christian men I've ever met, but he's also got a dynamite hardware store at 2720 West Lake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has everything you'd expect to find in a top-of-the-line hardware store, but with the personal service that's missing from the big box stores. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has tools and automotive, lawn and garden, electrical and plumbing, paint and hardware, all under one roof. But Rick is also an avid backyard chef, so the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique features a complete barbecue pit house. From gas to charcoal grills to fryers and steamers, they've got it all at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique. They even offer grill maintenance and repair. Visit their website, allspas.com, or just drop by and see for yourself. The original Allspas Hardware and Boutique at 2720 West Lake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. Boyd's One Stop. The name says it all. If you like seafood, you'll love Boyd's. Conveniently located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Boyd's One Stop has bait, tackle, fresh seafood, and even a restaurant all at 227 Dyke Road. If you fish Galveston Bay, Boyd's is the one and only stop for everything you need. There's a reason why they're called the live shrimp capital of Texas. But they've also got lots of finger mullet, croaker, plus fresh dead shrimp, shad, and squid. Plus, Boyd's has tackle galore, ice and ice chests, and cold drinks and snacks. Just need fresh fish for a family seafood feast? The freshest seafood, like table shrimp, live blue crab, and crawfish when in season, is in stock and ready for you at Boyd's. And if you're hungry right now, check out Boyd's Cajun Grill Express right next door with a wide variety of breakfast, lunch, and dinner items like crawfish, oyster po'boys, and fried seafood platters. Boyd's One Stop, the name says it all, 227 
Dyke Road at the base of the Texas City Dyke. May the forks be with you. This is the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Boyd's One Stop is located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Now, here's the guy who turns all the grills on, Randy Hames. He's a hail fellow and well met, as the old saying goes. He's Fred Olson. He's my old Hudson and Harrigan Show radio partner. How's it going, my brother? Well, I'm feeling hailed and well met. <laughs> I wonder where that saying came from. I don't know, but uh, well, like, like all that sign, may old acquaintance be forgotten. I'm going, why would you want to forget your old acquaintance? <laughs> I don't understand it. Well, my first question to you centers around the comment that I made to you last week. It, it was during that discussion we were having about your Emmaus men's ministry group. Yeah. You said you were in College Station. We were talking about prayer, and I suggested that maybe you needed to pray for the Aggies. So I just have to know, did you pray for the Aggies? Because if you did, it sure did work. <laughs> to be honest with you, I did. I thought, what a way to cap the weekend while you're up there in that area. And everybody was – there was a point where I actually saw the last five minutes, and I walked into a room and – said, well, what's the damage? I said, 31-30. I said, oh, really? That's close. He goes, yeah, the Aggies are ahead. And I went, you're kidding. This is Alabama. Jimbo Fisher said, we're going to beat Alabama this year. And and after the loss to Arkansas and everything else, you're going, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and it kind of reminds me of Davis Mills, who this week had a great game. Well, uh, Calzado, Calzado, yeah. Uh, he had a, a great game against the number one team in America. So uh, even Davis Mills is... Uh, coming around. So let's hear it for the rookies, man. Well, even my LSU daughter, Skylar, briefly came out from under her fog <laughs> over the Tigers losing to Kentucky uh, and long enough to admit that she was slightly encouraged over anybody beating Alabama, even if it was A&M. So it was undoubtedly the biggest football story of the weekend in Texas anyway. So have you talked to Dave Elmendorf, our old Aggie buddy, about it yet? I did yesterday, and uh, he was still bubbly. <laughs> and uh, he was on his way to, he was going to go hit the gym and then go to a Jimbo Fisher's press conference. And, and whether you love the Aggies or not, it doesn't, doesn't matter whether you like them or respect them or whatever. But Jimbo Fisher is one of the greatest motivators. He says more in 60 seconds than some people can in 15 minutes. He should have been a disc jockey, Fred. <laughs> I don't know. He'd have been, he'd have been really good. Uh, and, but. Uh, he, uh, he's such, he, you know what he said? He said, this isn't magic, fellas. You know, we just don't, we just did our job, you know? And here's a great thing he said, and it's true about everybody in every walk of life. He said, you know, you have to learn how to handle losing. Mm-hmm. You also have to, how to learn how to handle winning, how to handle winning. And after a big game like this, you're going to get pumped up. People are going to be patting you on the back and, and, and you've got to absorb that too and roll with that. And, uh, so we'll see how they do next week. And they're going to play with it. Is it Ole Miss? Who are they playing it? I can't remember. I don't know. I've been going in circles since since the Mayor's weekend. I got home and I finally kind of wound down, and it was truly remarkable. And and uh, I recommend it to any man or woman who's in Christ and has heard about the walk to Emmaus. Go engage Christian fellowship like that on a level that you just had probably never experienced. Yeah, that sounds really good. That yeah. I also wanted to point out there's the issue of the Houston Texans. You mentioned Davis Mills. On the bright side. They could have beaten the Patriots. Yeah. But on the dark side, they should have beaten the Patriots, but they didn't. So what do you think? 
I think that they, from what I've read, I didn't get to see the game. And I didn't hit record for I left. I was so excited about going and serving this last week into that. I came home and I didn't even tape it. Uh, but, uh, well, you beat yourself. They, they, I guess I heard about the punt, which was odd. Yeah. How you bounce it off your own player. And then, of course, some calls that probably weren't the best. But Davis Mills had 321 yards and three touchdowns, right? And he outplayed this Mac Jones superstar for the Patriots. So, and, and I want to be the first to say that I would love to be uh, disappointed in my prediction that, that uh, Davis Mills wouldn't be a, a, a capable quarterback. But apparently, he's got a spark, man. He does, and it'll be interesting to see whether that spark turns into a flame or not. On the other side of the ball, Lovey Smith's defense was the one ray of hope we had up until this game, and they seem to kind of take a step back. What do you think? Well, you know, I, I, I didn't see it, so I guess there were some second quarter or second half adjustments. Yeah, that uh, that took place, and well, maybe they're just tired, <laughs> tired of being really good for it. Maybe they said, you know, we had a great half, man. I just, I'm done. And perhaps maybe the league is just getting a better idea about what Lovey Smith is trying to do, and they've made adjustments. I'm not enough of a football expert to know. Yeah, we aren't. That that we aren't. I know he used to run the, that Tampa 2 defense, and after a while, teams can watch how you play other people. But still, I mean, it was, what, 22 to 9 mm-hmm. going into the second half? And, and, and you think the way that apparently, again, I, I didn't see it, and I've only read a few uh, short articles about it, but certainly a winnable game for the guys. And, uh, and part of me goes, yay, we didn't win because we're still on the race to the bottom for the higher draft picks. <laughs> Meanwhile, the special teams were an unmitigated disaster. Kaimi Fairbairn was embarrassingly awful. He missed like two extra points and a field goal, and admittedly, it was a long field goal, but he bounced a kickoff out of bounds. My daughter sent me a text <laughs> that included Fairbairn's name with, how shall I say this, a colorful one-word adjective that begins with the same first letter as the name Fairbairn. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. See, I, I missed all that. I missed all those little extra dramas. You know, all they do is they post the big ones. And uh, so I, I miss the ineptitude of that. But, you know, everybody has a bad day. And unfortunately, uh, a lot of them had a bad day on the same day. However, it does seem, Fred, like the hottest issue for a lot of Texans fans is the head coach and how much coaching he's actually doing or not doing, as the case may be. You've mentioned this before. How do you feel now? Well, I think that if Lovey just changed headsets, things might be different. Whoa. Well, think about it. He, ha- he has experience. I mean, he, he's had plenty of experience. And uh, so you don't see the, a lot of stories about Lovey. You see stories about Cully, and Cully's an, a motivator and all that kind of stuff. And But he's ultimately, um, the buck does stop with him. And um, so they've done some really good things with, with uh, a bunch of older talent. And uh, we'll just see going forward. I even heard one feather-brained sports talk host suggest, and I don't know whether it's true or not, that Nick Casario is somewhere out of sight wearing a headset and calling plays. Now, I, I think that's kind of absurd. <laughs> but but as, but as strongly as I've felt about giving Cully a chance to prove himself, I have to admit, I'm starting to have second thoughts about 
him being able to be the head coach. Kind of like Urban Meyer? He, he keeps making really stupid decisions that are really hard to defend, like asking Fairbairn to kick the longest field goal of his career, which, of course, he promptly missed. Well. What do you think? I think you just summed it up. You, yeah, you run out there. Guy, Yakimi, yeah, run out there, and as well as 60 yards, yeah, give it a shot. <laughs> and <laughs> so I, I don't know. Didn't didn't they miss a chip shot? Didn't didn't we also miss one? That could, no, that was the Colts. That was the Colts the other night. That's what that was. They brought the kicker in who was injured, and and the Colts lost. And I was rooting for the Colts. I never root for the Colts. Never because I wanted them to win to be a game ahead of us and in the in the race to the bottom. And <laughs> unfortunately, they turned into the Texans, and they blew a, a pretty good lead too. So I think the crowd should start cheering in NRG Stadium. First round draft pick. First round draft pick. Hmm? Well, they'll get a they'll get a first rounder, but we just don't know where it's going to be in the first round. So they're a lot of bad teams. So you mentioned Indy, and this weekend the Texans head up there, and where we've of course played them every year in franchise history. What have we won up there twice, maybe? I, I don't know. Of course, that was against a whole different thing. That, that this team, they got a, they got a pretty darn good defense, but um, you know, it's I think the Texans are underdogs by ten in this game. That's the betting line. It could change before Sunday, but ten points pretty pretty decisive. But they are also probably uh, more point underdogs against the Patriots too. So I didn't look, but uh, it's it's fun. I'm enjoying watching other teams, man. I'm I'm enjoying watching the Bills because they've been horrible for so long, or average, or mediocre. And the Chargers too are fun to watch. Uh, Justin Herbert and all these guys, and and I'm just enjoying other teams, like I say. And and I'm enjoying seeing some lose too. I, I like seeing KC be brought down a little bit. Mm. I, I enjoyed that. That was fun. Yeah, they did get humbled, didn't they? <laughs> yes, they did. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm just tickled pink. It's football season. So happy kickoffs. Well, so long as they don't sail out of bounds on you, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk again next week, my fellow traveler. Absolutely. I love you, buddy. I love you too, man. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Send us your burning questions and favorite recipes in a private message on our Facebook page, The Outdoor Cooking Show, or visit our website, theoutdoorcookingshow.com. Join us next week for more tasty food and fun over a red-hot grill on the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. How's about cooking something up for me?